Welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. This week we are continuing to review Cool Boy Mew's favorite anime of the decade. So, uh, 2014, and after this episode will be on only halfway done. <laughs> and I, I believe it gets worse from there. So, yeah, uh, be prepared. a pile of stuff that you liked that we need to discuss. My the, God. At it's least maybe, briefly. It's, it's too much, but... I, I tried calling some, but I was like, eh, no, it's not just about the stuff I like. It's about the stuff I watch. It's like a diary, you know, a diary of everything I watch. So I have to tell the good, the bad, the stories about it, everything I remember. Yeah, I get what you mean. So anyways, uh, winter 2014, I have to start with one that is that was actually pretty darn popular when it released. It's Mikakunin de Shinkoke. Uh, so just an ordinary teenager, Kobeni Yonomoi receives quite the surprise on her 16th birthday. A, f- a fiancé and a sister-in-law she never even knew she had as a result of an arrangement that her late grandfather made. Akuya Mitsumine and his younger sister Ma- Mashiro have moved from the countryside home to the Yonomori household in order to deepen the relationship with uh, their new family members. Kind of reminds me of Ranma one half, except without all the fighting and gratuitous nudity. So uh, basically, this is really strange because her, her, her fiance. Uh, uh, they're not from this world. There's something strange about them uh, that's revealed very early. And uh, supposedly the younger sister, uh, they're actually very old, if I recall correctly. Like, um, she, 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 she looks like a lolly, but she, she speaks like a grandmother or something. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that's hard to do in non-Asian languages, so I don't really yeah, understand it. But... Uh, I remember this being extremely loved, but I was pretty luke- lukewarm to it. It's supposed to be a romantic comedy, but uh, n- barely anything ever happens. L- like the, the relationship be- between, uh, well, the supposed to main character basically never really evolved. Uh, the the dude Mitsumune is. He barely has presence, and I, I don't know. I, I remember not digging this. I mean, it's a fine show. It, it's not terrible, but it, it's it seemed to be disappointing compared to uh, how big it actually got. I mean, people are still posting GIF out of this show today. Yeah, I still see some occasionally. I just don't know the context. Th- there's no context. It's, it's really either the, the lolly character be, being cute or um, the the pink haired girl um, j- just kind of jumping, and she has a she, her boob shakes a bit. <laughs> all right, it's pretty much these that you usually see. So, all right, moving on. Chunibyo demo koiga shitairen. It's the second season of uh, Chunibyo that we uh, covered previously. This season's not very good. That that's that's all I'm going to say about it. it, it <laughs> okay. It just the the first season was darn fine. Uh, it had the perfect ending, and then as usual with Kyoani, they have season two, and they're just not as good as season one. Like I said last time, I haven't seen the first one, so yeah. So moving I'll, on, I'll just take your word for it, I guess. Sorry, I got nothing interesting to say about that. I, I believe it's pretty much agreed, usually, that uh, Q&E seasons 2s are, are just not good. I, I think everyone agreed at the time that this particular season was not good. But anyways, moving on to Defrag. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a club room bullshit anime. So uh, it's funny. Lot, yeah, there's lots of those. Uh, t- Takao from a shit poster club actually has an avatar from um, of a character from this show. If uh, you have a picture in front of you, uh, who does? Uh, Takao from shit poster club. All right, give me a sec. 
Ish. It, it's from the it's from one of those characters called Taco. <laughs> so if you have okay. my anime list, uh, you can see it down there. All right, I see it. So uh, b- basically, it's about the, the Kazama family, a gang of three wannabe delinquent and close friends spearheaded by Kenji Kazama, is trying to make a name for themselves as Fujo Academy. On the first day of the term, the key, the gang find finds themselves putting out a fire in the game development club. Instead of thanking them, the eccentric club members attack and knock out uh, Kenji's two friends, forcing Kenji to fight for his life, failing to escape the gang leader is coerced into joining the game development club, and then all short of shenanigans depends. All right, so what's the appeal of this series? Uh, it's a comedy, and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess that's all you need. Yeah, that, that's all you need. It, it, it's a club room bullshit because as it's mostly centered around the club. And uh, moving on. So, witchcraft works. Uh, have you actually read this one, or? Uh, no, I've seen pictures of the main character before for yeah, because, obvious reasons. Yeah, she, she's a titty monster. But so, no, I've never watched it. So basically, Anaka Takemiya was perfectly happy with his completely average and normal life. His primary problem in life was the fact that she that he shared a school with the school's princess, Ayaka Kagami. Kagari, sorry. Uh, both girls and boys found over here, which makes Anaka's life difficult since she rides the same bus as her in the morning and sits uh, next to her in class. What's worse is that uh, if he even idly interacts with her, her fan club uh, takes him out back and beat him up. One day while taking out the trash, he looks up to see a school b- building falling on top of him. He is saved at the very last moment by the same beautiful girl, Ayaka. That he's, that he's never even had a full conversation with. She finally speaks to him, revealing that she's been protecting him in secret, but now that uh, someone is attacking him directly, she no longer needs to do it uh, covertly. Uh, so, so basically, uh, this very tall girl uh, ends up protecting him. Uh, if I recall correctly, she's kind of weird. She's this uh, weird stoic character uh, with very little emotion, and she keeps a princess carrying the main character. All right, so she's autistic and hot. Perfect. Yeah, girl. basically. Perfect. I need to watch this. <laughs> so uh, it was actually pretty good. So uh, basically, the main character get thrown into a world of magic because he has some special power that evil witches wants, and uh, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, why are there so many animes about witches? I don't know. Well, witches are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, what, what is it about this Western idea of a woman who uses magic so fascinating to Japan? I, I don't know. There, there's also a lot of uh, Western demons uh, and uh, Japanese anime, despite themselves having like their own, you know, their own mythology. Yeah, the Japanese bestiary is gigantic, and yet we always see Western demons also. So. Yeah, I guess they just like some foreign things. Like, they'll throw English language on things for no reason other than that they like it. Mm. So, moving on, um, this one was pretty good. All right, Sakai Seifuku. Buryaku no Zvezda. Those are not Japanese words. They lied to me. No, Zvezda is, well, it's made up, I think. Man, the, the synopsis is pretty long. Anyways, Asuta Jiman, a runaway, is, a runaway, is wandering the streets at night when he has a chance encounter with a young girl collapsed beside her tricycle. After he offers her some food, she's moved by his uh, kindness and asks him to join her organization, offering him a face mask and a sweet bun. And then in need of a place to stay, Asta decides to play along and accept her offer, adopting the nickname of Dva. So basically, uh, this girl, she's the leader of Zvezda, a secret organization bent on, on world conquering. So he, he ends up joining the organization. It's full of weirdos attempting to uh, conquer the world and uh, throw uh, 
and well through up the current government if i recall correctly it's it's something weird that the um the, the town he lives in is actually controlled by a fascist government or something all right so he's just along for the ride with these revolutionaries basically and basically the, the leader of the revolutionaries is is like a small girl on a tricycle so <laughs> yeah so this is from japan after all <laughs> yeah basically uh, I remember it being pretty funny. It's not the bee's knees, but uh, it was uh, it was pretty original. So, all right, moving on. Moving on, Sunny Any Super Sonico the animation. You know about Super Sonico, right? A little bit. I just know it's another idol anime, and I've Ooh. seen a lot of hentai of the short-haired girl. The short-haired girl, really. Yeah, I thought she was a Chie from Persona at first. I I, I actually um, I actually don't don't see the shorter girl much, so I, I don't know. How you saw like a lot of fanta there. Yeah, I guess we search different tags on Gilburu. Anyway, Super Sonico is the um, uh, uh, she, she's the mascot of Nitroplus, and she became like super popular somehow. Uh, we know it's the breast. <laughs> well, she has a good design, and um, she has like three fucking billion figurines. I, I have one myself. So, yeah, you've talked before about your anime figurine collection. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, it's basically a slice of life anime. A cute girls doing cute thing. So jars music slice of life, but pretty much there's a bit of music. It's about uh, Super Senico. She's a college girl. She goes to college, and uh, she has two friends that she play that she uh, she forms a band with. How good is the music? I don't remember shit from it. <laughs> Must not have been that amazing. Well, I don't know. Nitro Plus are actually pretty fucking good at music. Uh, th- their visual novels uh, they made had fucking phenomenal music. Um, uh, Saya Song or Saya Naruta that I've played is a pretty brutal visual novel, and and they they nailed the music so hard in that one. L- like I can't even begin to to explain how the music adds to the atmosphere. All right, is it worth putting at the beginning of this show? Uh, God, you don't want to put that song in the beginning of the show. Oh, it wouldn't fit. Oh, good, good fucking lord, <laughs> d- 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 dude! D- you get like uh, the song is called uh, "Psychophrenia" or something like that. You got these crazy guitar riff, extremely fucking depressing. You got some sort of gore monster as the first picture that you see in the fucking visual novel of Saya Song. I'm not talking about Spursnickels. I'm talking about Saya Song. And you, you get the protagonist talking about how he fucking ate everything. And you're just like, holy shit, what, what did I just walk into? All right, send me the song later on, shit poster. And make a note so that you can remind me. <laughs> okay. I might have actually a better song for it later. Is it actually? Yes, it's actually the season. I'll talk about it later. All so right. An- anyways, Let's keep going. Uh, Super Sonic Code animation, a pretty decent slice of life. So, and now next, Kill la Kill. You've seen this. Yeah, this one I've actually seen. It was everywhere when when it first came out. It was yeah, hard to avoid. But fuck it, it. It got that fighting game recently. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't played that game. I just heard that it had a, what do they call it? Like a do not stream this contract. Really? It's stupid. Yeah, I hate that shit. Stupid. Anyways, so uh, can you talk about it? Yeah, this is about sluttily dressed 16-year-old girls beating the shit out of each other. So it's anime. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, basically. So so what the show is about? (laughs) Uh, there is an overarching plot to it. Uh, the main girl is uh, searching for information about the guy who killed her father and learn more about her family. 
Yeah, and then she she gets to school, and then there there's this uh, school president and all of the club president that have like super powered suits that are trying to uh, stop her at every turn. And we can't say any more than that because spoilers. Yeah, I will say the action is great, the animation is great. It's just a delight looking at this. Ba- basically, it's uh, it's be it's by Trigger, which. Um, uh, when the team was part of Gainax, they made uh, uh, Guren Lagan, yeah, Guren Lagan. But uh, what did you think about it? About Kill a Kill or Guren yes. Lagan? Kill a Kill. Uh, Kill a Kill is good. It's worth watching all the way through. It never lets up. Uh, it does have a lot of anime cliches in it about mm-hmm. uh, all powerful student council. Uh, teenagers are in charge of everything. Yeah. Uh, a lot of slut hood to go around, but <laughs> it, it, this is some good anime. It's nothing you haven't seen before. It's just exceptionally well crafted. Yeah, it's pretty good, but I was disappointed about it uh, compared to uh, Grand Lagan. Have you seen Grand Lagan? Yeah, uh, I, I like Kill a Kill better, but I'll respect anyone who chooses Grand Lagan. Well, basically, my problem with it is that uh, Grand Lagan uh, it, it starts like. No, it doesn't start mundane, but it gets progressively like crazier. Pro- and then it goes up, it goes up, it goes up. I think Kill la Kill, the problem is that it starts too freaking crazy. And it, it because it starts too crazy, it never has the opportunity to uh, one-up itself. Like the crazy becomes a little bit mundane. So Yeah, I see what you mean. That, Plus that's it's... what... Plus, it's impossible to top a robot that's the size of the entire galaxy. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Kill la Kill is... There's not enough escalation. It starts too crazy, and then it stays like the same crazy level because it can't really one-up itself. So that's disappointing, but it was still very good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, Anything else to say? No, we can continue. All right, so uh, Log Horizon, you've heard about that one, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I just know it's another Isekai MMO thing, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, it got animated because Sword Art Online got very popular. While Sword Art Online uh, is more action-y, Log Horizon is really more about the characters and the world rather than the... Uh, than the um, well, r- rather than the action. Oh, it sounds suspiciously like Dot Hack Sign, which was boring as fuck. Uh, I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. My, my, don't one bother. Of, one of my friends actually swears by the series, but I don't know. Then so, again, he saw it probably when he was a teenager, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the hormones in your brain can affect your memories of things. So what makes Log Horizon worth your putting on your list uh, well it was extremely popular when it came out and as i said uh, it's more about the world uh, basically the characters get isekai uh, it's about uh, this college student uh, shirei uh, which is like a respected veteran of the game and uh, it's a bit like uh, let's say uh, overlord where the, okay. the guy uh, the guy is like a mastermind. So he, he ends up um, discovering uh, how, the, how, you know, how the new world works. Uh, he ends up pulling some kind of... Um, uh, well, he ends up pulling all, all sorts of tricks. Like, oh, what? I can't say anything without, um, without spoiling, but yeah. Well, give a minor spoiler. Make this interesting. Uh... I I don't know what to cover because then I actually uh, I wasn't too hot in the first season of that. Oh, but do you th- still think it's worth watching from the start? Yes, it's it's still worth watching. The problem is that the show has too much fat. It needed to cut some fat, but the problem is that it's already twenty five episodes. They probably couldn't actually cut anymore. Uh, what was my problem was the slow pace. 
And um, at some point, they discover that the NPCs are actually like alive. They actually have like the, their own um, their own towns, everything, which is absolutely nothing mind blowing with all the isekais that been going on. But like back then, it was interesting to see. I think one of my problems is that sometimes it has long arcs without proper payoff, like. Uh, I, the NPC arc, the people of the land arc, uh, it lacked a proper payoff. And also, you know, like how in uh, Seinfeld, The Simpsons, etc., there's sometimes like two plot going on at the same time. Yeah. This at some point had like three to five plot going on at the same time. So it was really fucking annoying. Yeah, that can be too much. Yeah, that was too much. It's like at some point, okay, I want to see what happens, but then it introduced those new newbies characters. So basically, I'd say that in the 25 episodes, uh, a lot of it was introduction, 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 and it just kind of will and move on. And that's what pissed me off about it. But it was good. I, I don't, I'm not saying it's bad. Uh, the My Anime List entry says it's based on a series of light novels, so there's mm -hmm. probably like 50 of those. Oh, God, probably. <laughs> Wait, uh, just from um, light novel, there's at least 11 volume according to the My Anime List manga store. So, yeah, it's been going on for a while. And, uh, oh, yeah, remember that the, um, the author... Uh, went in prison um, oh, shit. for a few years. What for? Uh, tax evasion. Accidental tax evasion. Oh, that sucks. Like, I think he just forgot to pay his tax. I, apparently, the penalty for this in Japan is massive. Because I know in Canada, I checked, and uh, you get a slap in the, uh, uh, in the wrist. But apparently, in Japan, it's... Well, the tax man in the United States can be pretty vicious, too. Mm. I won't go into specifics, but I've seen family members get screwed over by the Internal Revenue Service. Jeez. Y you don't mess with tax. <laughs> no, you, you deny Uncle Sam his money and he will go for your throat. Do your taxes, kid. Yes. But anyway, he's released. So good news. Not only he's released, but we're getting season two this season. Uh, not season two, season three. Oh, okay, that's good news. So I'll just cover season two briefly. I actually, bizarrely enough, everyone hated season two. First, it uh, it changed studios, so it looks a bit different. It looks a bit less detailed because there's actually some action in season two. Does it look as bad as the shift with a uh, One Punch Man from season one to season two? Uh, no, I uh, and not as bad as Terraformer Theater. Okay. So it's not all that noticeable, but um, what I really liked about season two is that the introduction were fucking over. So you, you actually got more um, character actually doing something with the world, trying to to find out how it worked more, attempting to get the money by raiding like um, some place that makes infinite money and, and crazy shit like this. Yeah, like a computer game grinding. Yes. Uh, basically, Shiroi is supposed to be a, a fierce MMO leader that can um, uh, that can win a raid just by his command, and you actually fucking see him do that in Season 2. Oh, you just had to wait 26 episodes? Yeah, basically. <laughs> At least it happens eventually. But yeah, I like season two because there was more action and there was more like, okay, the introductions are over. Let's, let's just like cut the shit and do something. Yeah. So I'm excited for season three. Maybe they're going to do uh, even more. All right. Sounds pretty good. So moving on to Golden Time. Oh, Golden Time was a weird one. No relation to Golden Boy. Uh, no, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. So, uh, I'll just go with the synopsis. Due to a tragic accident, Ben Ritada is stuck with amnesia, uh, dissolving the memories of his hometown and past. However, after befriending Mitsuo Nagas Nagasawa, 
he decides to move on and begins a new life at uh, Lao School in Tokyo. But just as he is beginning to adjust to his college life, the beautiful Koko Kaga dra dramatically barge into Benjamin's life. And their chance meeting marks a beginning of an unforgettable year. So basically, uh, this girl, uh, Kaga Koko, she's absolutely fucking nuts. And uh, she likes the protagonist's friends and keeps stalking him. So the first right. few, the first few episodes go, goes um, into comedy of just the, the guy, he's just not interested, and air insisting. Somehow, here and the main character, um, they they end up just chatting, and eventually they they go out together. But uh, she's kind of nuts, and uh, Tada Benry, the main character, uh, eventually is a. Uh, Amnesia uh, goes away, and that goes into uh, some sort of weird drama. So th th this was a, a really strange one because it's comedy and drama and romance. That that's a weird mix. I say comedy and drama is uh, <sighs> I, I don't know. It, it's something that that's weird uh, coming from one to the other. Th th this one. Yeah, it's this hard to switch between them. Yeah, this was definitely one that uh, had really weird switches. I'd say that the the end of the show is a bit weak, but it's definitely worth watching. All right, for people who want that weird mixture of genres. So, anyways, moving on to Strike the Blood. So, I have never heard of this. Uh, it's not bad. Actually, a funny story. This is probably the only OVA series uh, that exists in recent time. You, you, you know back then when um, uh, you actually had series releasing, you know, as OVAs? Yeah. And, and that doesn't exist now. Now an OVA is either a bonus episode included with the last, um, you know, with the last DVD set or an episode... In a bonus episode included with like uh, some manga. So they don't release OVAs online or anything. Uh, but well, basically you have to buy it. Huh. Not only uh, the season two is an OVA season, but season three is an OVA season, and season four is an OVA season. It's as far as I'm aware, it's the only series that happens. Yeah, that's pretty rare after like 2000. So, uh, and I'm kind of strange. It's not that I hated the show. It's just that I'm, uh, I'm just weirded out that only this show gets an OVA series. And I don't fucking get why. All right, let me read the synopsis. All right. Kojo Akatsuki's days as an ordinary high school student in the demon district of Itogami Island come to an abrupt end after a fateful encounter leaves him with the remarkable abilities of a vampire. It isn't long before he is thrust into the center of attention when it is discovered that he is the fourth primogenitor, an immensely powerful vampire, who most consider to be merely a legend. Okay. Yeah, I see vampires in something I usually start to lose interest. So what was it about this that you enjoyed? Uh, it... it it's a it's an RM show that's actually not a terrible action show. So basically, it ends up that uh, this girl, Yukina uh, Imera Regi, that you can see with with the with the with a spear and the poster, uh, she ends up uh, guarding him because uh, basically he, be, um, he inherited the power of the most uh, powerful vampire in the world. And, well, he ends up meeting uh, lots of girls. A lot of girls with special power ends up saving them. And, uh, of course, to unlock new power, he ends up, like, biting the neck of these girls and sucking their blood. So, yeah. you know, it's an RM. Uh, also, what's disappointing is that usually the, the fights end with him getting a power and then one-shot KOing the, um, the monster. That's unfortunate, but it's actually not the the world, the character, 
and the slight action in between is actually not terrible. All right. Yeah, once again, kind of reminds me of Ronma one half. But I have no idea why this series gets an, an OV series. I, I don't understand. Why just this one? <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it might be immensely popular in Japan. I don't know. Yeah. Well, according to the my anime list page, it's it's not popular in China. It says this series was banned in China due to its violent content and plot filled with crimes against public morality. Uh, I, I'm unsure what I call crimes against public morality. Yeah, is there some extreme sexual depravity in this? No. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe no, China I... Gov just hates the author. I don't know. It, it's, it's highly possible in, in China after all. But uh, whatever. Uh, season one does not have nudity, but uh, I've seen only a bit of season two. St- still not finished because it sucked because I, I got some episode and then I had to wait for the episode and then it got put on hold forever. Uh, season two I Im- and I imagine Onward actually has some nudity. Oh. All right, so let's keep moving. Uh, Sakura Trick, uh, probably one of the best Yuri I've seen. All right, sell me on it. Uh, God, what wh- what to even say about it? Uh, so it it's it just cute girls uh, being lesbian, basically. Yeah, cute girls licking cute things. Oh no, no, uh, cute girls kissing cute girls, okay. and. It probably has the best fucking kisses I've ever seen in an anime. Like, holy fucking shit. Oh, you think they made the animators look at pictures and videos of real-life kisses? I I don't know, but I've never seen kisses this intense in an anime. Like, literally. Really? Uh, It's a little fanservice-y, but not amazingly. Uh, What's really great about this is that it's a really sweet slice of life. And it's the kind of show that if you've been having a bad day, you watch an episode of this and it just dissolves. You know? Yeah, I know the feeling. So it's it, it's fantastic. It, it's among some of my favorite, and it's definitely worth a watch if anyone's curious. Oh, also, apparently, I've heard this second end. But I, I've heard that this uh, follows the manga almost panel to panel. So supposedly it's a fantastic adaptation. All right. Uh, I, I also love the opening and the ending. Okay. Are either of those worth using in this uh, episode? No. We have a, another anime later to, uh, that we can use. Oh, that's right. So moving on to uh, Norin. I, I wish I could remember some of these better. But uh, this one, idol-obsessed Kosakuata is left devastated when his favorite uh, Yuka Kasakabe unexpectedly announced her retirement at at the peak of an illustrious career. Did you turn 18? No. (laughs) No, you'll see. Okay. As Yuka's biggest friend... A biggest fan, this news proves to be more difficult than he can bear. Shaken to his very core, he sinks into depression and places himself in self-imposed isolation. However, on, on that day, his friend manages to convince him to attend school again. He gets a pleasant surprise. It turns out that his beloved idol under the guise of Ringo Kinoshita has transferred into this class. So basically, um, they, they are in... Um, I'm pretty sure it's a nice school, but it might very well be a, a, a college. So I'm unsure. I'm, I think it's a nice school. Yeah, the characters look like young adults. Uh, do, do, just clicking on the main characters, do, does it give me his age? If you'd bother to read the sticker on the DVD, you'd know that all characters within <laughs> are over 18. Yeah, but that, that, that's really fucking bullshit. I know. <laughs> yeah, like the the data live uh, visual novel says this, yet it's set in high school. It makes no fucking sense. This is fucking dumb. A- anyway, um, uh, th- this show actually starts. Uh, oh, by the way, there's a titty monster in the background. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, th- there's a pretty good joke uh, about her tits too. But anyways, 
Um, it, it starts extremely mundane. Uh, this is one of those shows you have to give it like the, the three episode rule. I, I believe it's at episode three or four where uh, things goes absolutely fucking nuts. So I, I almost dropped this. Uh, the joke were mundane. There was nothing special about it until fucking episode three where they, um, well, they, they present the four emperor, uh, emperor of the high school. Oh, does she tenno? Something like that. Uh, Read an article on Legends of Localization recently. It was all about the term, like, the four heavenly kings, or Shitano. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a joke on that, basically. They're basically a very influential uh, club president. Like, I believe uh, there's that girl, Suzuki Akari. Um... She, she uh, since it's an agricultural school, everything has to do with uh, agriculture. So uh, she, she's part of like the uh, biomicrology, biome. Anyways, about my microbes, and um, oh, I just can't explain. I, I don't remember. She, she's a she's a crazy yaoi fan girl, and then she ends up like kidnapping the main character. And then throwing yogurt on him to um, to, to uh, substitute cum and taking like lewd pictures of him because she, she's a crazy Yowie fan girl. <laughs> okay. Uh, at some point, this girl, uh, her club and other club like uh, the, the wood, um, uh, well, the, the the manual building club or something, you know, the woodcutter club, they, they yeah. make. They make like makeshift fucking wooden dildo to sell, and then the school catch them. And anyways, at episode three, things goes absolutely fucking nuts, and this is really worth watching. Yeah, I'm definitely adding this to my list of like, like the best of your list. Don't drop it early because the first few episodes are mundane as fuck until that episode happens. Yeah, I'll add a note. Watch at least till episode three. Episode three or four or something. So I- I'm just going to mention them and not explain them. Uh, there, there's those two shorts, Anissa, Anechan, Gakita. Uh, uh, s- some girls uh, get a uh, half um, uh, brother. You know when uh, parents uh, remarry and then you, you get like a half sibling. Uh, what is called already? Yeah, the Brady Bunch TV show did that. No, I... but I mean the the, the word. It's not half sibling or something. It's, uh, it's like step sibling. Yes, this. She's really happy because she's a big sister. And then there's this show Pupipo about some girl and a ghost. I, I remember that short being like really, really good. Anyways, moving on. I'm almost at the anime of the season. <laughs> I'm sorry it's so long. It's all right. So I'm really sad this one colon rank. It will be number four, but uh, but uh, Nobunagan. So uh, Shio Ogura is a Japanese high school student who is visiting Taiwan on a school trip when she is suddenly attacked by monster, an agent known as Eugene Alders. From the government a- agency, Dogu um, all- also arrives, wield wield weapons infused with the spirits of historical figures. Shio is revealed to, uh, to be an Eugene Older, when the soul of Oda Nobunaga awakens after she tries to rescue a friend. So, so basically, um, uh, she joins some sort of, um, of organization that is full of uh, E.G. Nolder with the soul of, um, of, of, well, of famous people. So there's... Um, yeah, but basically, you, you get people like um, Geronimo and all of that. You know, Geronimo, that, uh, that yeah, Native that American guy? Yeah, the famous Indian. Yeah, so um, it's probably a show that you'll um, you'll get more out of it if you know the background of uh, of those historical figure. Oh, also the the opening of that is pretty kick-ass. It's a really good metal song, and no, it's not the song I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, watch it. I remember. I think uh, this probably tanked in Japan. 
I remember checking like Amy Amy and checking the Blu-ray section and the old series was on, was uh, on sale as a set for like $80. Oh, so it went out of print immediately? No, not out of print, but uh, they're selling it like at a stupid low price because usually a, a volume is three episodes for like uh, $60, $80. Oh yeah, I forgot how ludicrously expensive this stuff is in Japan. Yeah, and this is normal in Japan. Every Even normal uh, TV series are this price. So it's, uh, meanwhile, uh, I can just go to Walmart and buy um, every season of uh, Breaking Bad at $20 each and $20 Canadian. Yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, moving on, the Binagun's pretty good. Uh, I believe it's one that nobody will talk ever about again. So uh, anime of the season, number three, Nagi no Asuka. Which is an anime I personally want to never see again. It was good, but I never want to see it again. Oh, is it just emotionally distressful or what? Pretty much. It, it, it's, it's a drama fantasy romance. Let, let, let's just say it's, um, it, it's something that seems to be made highly for girls. And this is the kind of suffering drama uh, about like love triangle and stuff like this that Watching this just fucking hurts me. N not emotionally. It's it just so exasperating. You, you know what I mean? Just because I, the characters are frustrating or what? Yeah, basically. Man, I got enough of that shit when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I, I'm sure like uh, a lot of people like this apparently, but uh, th th this was hard to watch because of this. However, despite of this, I actually agree that it's a really fucking good show. It was pretty uh, good story. It's just that all the um, love triangle and shit is, ugh. You know, it, it's about um, a people that lives in the sea and people that lives in the land. You, um, they all meet when they're in high school. There's shitload of love triangle, and uh, in the middle of the show, something happens. I I'm not sure if I should say it. it. It's it's still kind of a spoiler, even if it's been talked about for the entire show. But uh, watch it; it's really good. And yes, this is the show I'm talking about. the The ending song is amazing. I still listen to it today. All right. Uh... Yeah, can you look that song up now and send it to me? Uh, now? Yeah, while well, it's still on your mind. Alright, so let's just do this. Yeah, I'll just right edit now. this part out. Uh, this is why big podcasts have interns to look stuff up while they can keep talking. So let me just... Uh, okay, so I got it. I'm sending it to you via SPC right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, what the fuck? I hate when the Fediverse does this. <laughs> well, do it live. Fuck it. No, you, you know, when you type a nickname, you see the good nickname appear, and then suddenly it switched something unrelated. Yeah. That, that every happens. fucking time. Every time I try to type your username, I type cool, and then it gives me a big list of people from like other instances who haven't posted in years. Yeah, what's the worst is that... Um, it, it gives me, and then it suddenly disappears among like um, people that you never interact with. It's stupid. But yeah. anyways, m moving on to the second anime of the season, Space Dandy. So yeah, Space Dandy, is it, it, it's about a dandy and space. Yeah, this is just a feel-good comedy. That's re really an excuse to show different animation styles, different animation tricks, all sorts of fascinating visuals uh, something that needs to be said it's by the author of samurai shampoo and cowboy bebop yeah I, I get some cowboy bebop vibes from this but not many since this is a comedy well cowboy bebop i had some comedy episode uh, didn't it yeah i'd had the space slime refrigerator monster episode I haven't. I know it's a sin, but I still haven't seen uh, Cowboy Bebop in its entirety. I've seen Samurai Champloo, however, and this is a bit similar. Samurai Champloo has some uh, dramatic episode. It has some serious episode. It has some episode where everyone dies, and then like 
everyone's okay the next episode. Uh, Space Dandy is a lot like that. So if if you liked everything uh, else uh, the director made, you love this. Yeah, I did like watching Space Dandy. I did. I kind of liked some of the humor, but it, it it would get tedious when they would just uh, go to the Hooters restaurant and say, "Look, there are women with breasts there." That's the joke. Yeah, I, I'd say it's probably uh, even if I, I haven't even seen Cowboy Bebop, it was probably the weakest of the three. Uh, interesting thing: this actually aired on on uh, Adult Swim and the U.S. with the dub at the same time as it did in Japan. Even I believe this aired uh, probably an hour after it, did, an hour before it aired in Japan. I think. Yeah, this is one of the first simulcasts, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty crazy because it was done not on Crunchyroll or something. It was done on freaking like uh, on TV, on cable TV. Yeah, Be- Cartoon Network. Yeah, because the, the author, um, everything he makes, you know, Samurai Champloo, Cowboy Europe, is extremely popular in the West. Yeah, and people in Japan think they're okay, but they're mostly forgotten. Yeah, basically. So th- this is why this happened. Probably because Cowboy Bebop was a lot of Weeb's first anime. It was their gateway drug. Yeah, I have something to say about the, the big anime back then. Because I often uh, see people, uh, they, they keep whining that anime was better back then. But it's kind of a bullshit statement. It's not that Cowboy Bebop and Co. were bad. But it's a bullshit statement, but it's really something that we shall cover in another episode. Yeah, I will say that 80s anime had the best animation no oh, contest for, for, for sure for sure uh, th- there's just something that you can't beat with uh, the um, analog art right we uh w- w- yeah analog i believe it's called there e- even if it wasn't the prettiest there was just something about it. it i mean strawberry panic is not an anime that is extremely freaking pretty but there's just something about the art still yeah, and Space Dandy does have some excellent art in places, and it's worth watching for that, definitely. Mm. I think so, each episode has a different director, was it? Oh, it's possible, because each episode are basically... There, there's, there's, no, there's no story. It, it yeah, just, the uh, continuity I, doesn't matter. Like, the whole cast can suddenly die in one episode, they'll be fine in the next. Yeah, and there's even less story than in Shamrai Shampoo. Shamrai Shampoo actually had some sort of plot, but but this this doesn't at all. Yeah, this is just an excuse to draw cool aliens and cool spaceships. Yeah, and the the, the first ending was pretty good too. It got two seasons, and uh, it's it's well worth watching. Yeah, and I have not seen the second season. Oh, you should, you should. So, anyways, moving on to anime of the season. This is one I recall loving the ever loving shit out of it. It's um, it's another magic show. Yes, we've had two in the same season, and this is the better one. I, I remember that there's some pretty g- very good twist at the end of uh, the season, and this is what made me uh, give it anime of the season. Okay, this is Tokyo Ravens? Yes. I read a manga by Clamp called Tokyo Babylon, but... I probably, don't think it's right. <laughs> yeah, probably nothing like it. So, on the Mew, though magic was once a powerful technique used by the Japanese during the Second World War in order for them to gain the upper hand and establish their nation as a formidable force, but Japan was quickly defeated after the revered on Mewji, Yako Tsuchimikado caused the great spiritual disaster, an event which plagues Tokyo to this very day. As a result of this mishaps, the Anmyo Agency was established in order to, ex- to exorcise further spiritual disaster and combat the demon that will make their way into the world. Is this so, a metaphor for nuclear weapons? Maybe. <laughs> Just like Godzilla was? P- p- probably, maybe. But uh, anyways, this is some sort of magic high school. I liked it better than uh, Strike the Blood. Uh, because it was uh, it was better structured. I feel like the magic in this one made a little more sense. Of course, it's never explained because even something like Witch at Atelier 
probably doesn't make a lot of sense if you really put it on paper. So you you, you never must explain too much. But uh, I believe this one was solid. There, there's um, a multiple plot point that happened that I remember just um, just impressing me. Oh. No, there's a Western fantasy novelist who's famous mm -hmm. for over-explaining his magic systems in a, frankly, autistic detail. Uh, Brandon Sanderson, he, he did the Mistborn series mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of others. I like him a lot, but that's not the focus of this podcast. Anyway, moving on to the lemons of the season. Uh, this one is very important. Mao Senso, one of the worst show Manaus has produced. It's a show that pretty much everyone uh, agreed was fucking terrible. What's so bad about it? Uh, I don't. I don't. Th that, that's the thing. I can't even explain to you. I think everything about it was generic and mundane. Like everything, a magic high school bullshit happening, and uh, a character as a fucking power armor. Which means that everyone becomes like jugger, uh, jubber immediately, and it, it was just stupid. It was boring, and it's just not worth watching. <laughs> yeah, the poster looks pretty generic to me too. Yeah, I remember if it's indeed the same anime. Um, the, the best character is the teacher that becomes. Uh, she's actually a villain. She gets quickly defeated, and then for some goddamn unknown reason, the school decides to keep her. It's completely stupid, yet I I'm not going to argue against it because she's the best character. So at some point, she just arrives in a bunny suit because no reason. Because it's anime? Yeah. After it's revealed she's evil, she, she switched to her fake persona and her evil persona on a whim, so it's really funny. And that was the only good thing about the show. Oh, kind of like Lunch from Dragon Ball? Oh, yeah, actually. Yes, yes. All right, but avoid the series anyway. I avoid it. It's terrible. Uh, Sugen Lemon, it's Saiken Imoto no Yosuga Shoto Okashinda ga the English title is Recently, My Sister is Unusual. Because my uh, dick's not in her. <laughs> so, uh, basically, this here a uh, very censored. I watched it uncensored later, and there was basically nothing to censor. So, ba ba it was just a, just a marketing gimmick. Yeah, basically. So, so basically, the, the sister ends up uh, getting a, sh a chastity belt. And uh, she can only remove it a couple of times a day uh, to go pee or something. It's on a timer. And, uh, of course, there, there's, some, uh, there, there's some pee retention bullshit going on. That's not my fucking fetish. <laughs> yeah. And, Any and, listener to this knows what my fetish is. <laughs> and basically, um, th th this chastity belt came because of some fucking angel... And uh, I watched this because the first episode, uh, there's a scene between the little sister and the angel that is fucking god or not, and that is, and you never get anything uh, good ever again. That's it. Yeah, this sounds like a shitty excuse to show a shitty fetish. It it, it was absolute shit. I endured like eight episodes of this, and I couldn't take it anymore. Like there, there was nothing redeeming about this. Yeah, sounds like you gave it more of a chance than it even deserved. Yeah, basically. So, anyways, thirdly, man, is the pupa. Have you heard of this? No. Is it about insects? Uh, basically, there's some sort of virus or whatever that turns. Um, people into monster for some reason uh, uh, the little sister of the main character was uh, spared but um, to, for her to not turn into a full monster uh, she must eat human flesh and for some goddamn reason her brother became uh, was also affected by this and he became immoral so uh, the little sister ends up having to eat her little brother uh, 
to survive. And okay, well, speaking he's, of fucked up fetishes, yeah, he's immortal, so it just grows back. Whatever. Oh, um, kind of like a fire punch. I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, I think it's manga only, but it's gonna get an anime soon. It's by the. No, it's, it's what nice. I've heard. It's by the creator of Chainsaw Man. Oh, really, really. So, uh, any, anyways, uh, about that, uh, I, I think the production was a disaster because I believe that no, no TV station wanted to take this. Yeah, it looks pretty nasty and for no purpose. Uh, basically, I believe it was stated to be, uh, it was supposed to be a very, um, uh, I mean, it was supposed to be full episodes. And what we ended up having is three-minute shorts of absolutely nothing, just random disturbing stuff, and that's it. That that, that pissed me off because I was kind of hype about this because uh, gory shows, uh, gory edgy shows are actually kind of rare. So <laughs> I, I was hyped to see one and as you know, and a random season all season, and well, it's a disaster. Look, on my anime list, it's ranked 10,000, 9,028 anime with a score of 3.43. Out of 10. Yeah, no one likes this. But popularity is uh, 987. Oh, so So, people like talking about it to complain about how bad it is? It's a known disaster. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was going to say the premise might be interesting if someone with talent were to write it like Junji Ito could make a cool manga from this concept but well, the, the way you're described it's, it's, it's a manga adaptation oh so maybe that version is better oh, oh, oh for, for sure it's only 5 volume apparently so only 34 chapter it's finished so you can probably e- easily uh, uh, easily read it in a, in a night. Maybe yeah. the manga is better. Uh, it seems to have a score of six. It's a, It seems very average, but uh, whatever. But uh, also, the, the opening of that was pretty great. Even if it's a short, the opening is fucking amazing. I still need to download it. Okay. So, so something and- redeeming about it. So, uh, anyways, moving on to a semi-lemon that to a show that was extremely promising, but ended up being uh, kind of a disaster. It's okay. uh, Wizard Barrister Ben Mashitsil. The story takes place in the far future of 2018. Uh, continue. No, I was just making fun of it because. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're normal humans, and those who can use magic coexist. As a result, there are laws against using magic, and a magic courtroom exists to, pre- to preside over lawsuits regarding magic use. In this case, Ben Machi or wizard barristers defend those who use magic. The anime follows Cecil, the youngest Ben Machi in history, and her associate as they defend clients in this case. Uh, basically, uh, the beginning was pretty cool. It was promising. It seemed to have a, a bit of a budget going on behind it, and the drawings were high quality. There was some ugly 3D CG, but uh, good use of it, I think. But uh, overall, it's another show that uh, had fucking boring episodes in the middle, and it's uh, also, interestingly, I had to talk about it because I think I, I, I've yet to watch a disaster of the scale. Last episode, Compl- like the 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 absolute climax of the show, the scenes were all finished. What they just didn't finish animating them? Nope. The character <laughs> the character talked, and their mouth didn't move. And this made it to the to air on TV. And they ran out of time. The, apparently, the um, I remember that the director um, apologizing or something because. Uh, uh, some episodes were late or something, and, and then this disaster happens at the last episode. Oh, Oof. you think Japanese animators of all people would know how to save money? <laughs> just, just like look at Evangelion, it had so many shortcuts in the animation, but still ended up fantastic. But, but yeah, the, the, the last episode was uh, uh, the 
the climax was a disaster. There, there was clearly like it's not just mouth not moving. I clearly remember like there was all of the animation there was supposed to be. Yeah, sometimes you see animation errors, but they but, don't build the whole episode. This, no, this wasn't the whole episode, but this was an entire scene, and the entire scene was like fucked up. I, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, too bad because I kind of like the premise of a Phoenix Wright kind of lawyer who defends that, wizards. That's why I change it to a semi lemon. It's disappointing. But it's not unredeemable. I mean, you can probably watch the Blu-ray, and the final episode is probably fine now. But it won't fix some episode being boring. Yeah. You ever see that shitty animation from Dragon Ball Super that was fixed on the Blu-rays? Uh, yes, I actually watched the airing version of Dragon Ball Super, but I found I found that Dragon Ball Super was one of the least offending bad animation I've seen because the bad frames were all action, uh, quick action frames. Yeah, so, that's true. They weren't on screen for long. Yeah, so you really had to search or really like to look for it to, to see uh, the shit. Oh, so it, it didn't bother me because of this. Yeah, so that's everything for this season. Well, we've been <laughs> recording. One... Oh, that sorry, just... go ahead. Sorry, that just one season. So do we go on or stop there for today? No, we can stop here for today. We got. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you said you were tired, and I'm <laughs> starting to get worn out too. Yeah, one hour is enough. So let's continue next episode. But uh, yeah, if I... we had a Patreon and people were throwing money at us, I'd keep going. But. Oh, yeah, I, this I, is cool. It could go for hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyways, uh, n- not see you next time because uh, you're probably just gonna splice this. <laughs> um, I don't know. One hour episodes every week works out pretty well. Okay, sure. Let's just go with that. So, uh, all right. So, we'll continue with uh, spring 2014 next week. Yeah, lots of more stuff to cover. There's endless seas of anime. My, I, I, I've seen too much. Wait, let me quit. It, it, it just gets worse from there. <laughs> Not worse in quality, but worse in quantity. The amount yeah, of basically. stuff. I see what you mean. So, all right. So, uh, join Shitposter Club. It's fantastic. F- fuck uh, Twitter and these censors, bastard. Don't get the platform. Don't get put in uh, Twitter jail because you. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm on Facebook. I was on Twitter. People keeps getting on jail for random bullshit. Join the Fediverse. It's more fun. And people won't put you in jail constantly. Yeah, Fediverse is fantastic. This has been probably the best thing in my life from the past five years. <laughs> uh, seriously, it's, it's actually been... It, it's actually fun. Yeah, join shitposter.club. Anyways, see you later. Goodbye. Bye.